every country has symbols that represent that nation. In America, we've got the Stars and Stripes, baseball, apple pie, and the bald eagle. Israel is no different. So what are some of the things that uniquely represent Israel? That's what we'll be talking about on today's episode of the Amplify Israel podcast. Well, hello there, and thank you for joining us today on the Amplify Israel podcast. I'm your host on today's episode, Dr. Chris Fedorsik, and today we're going to be talking about some of those things that uniquely represent Israel. What are they, and what do they mean? So let's begin with the one thing that every nation has that represents them to the world, the flag. Now, if you've ever been to Israel, you know that the Israeli flag can be seen all around the country. And it's a symbol of great joy. It's, it's a symbol of dreams that have come to fruition for so many. And if you love Israel, the flag is just as important to you as it is to them. The thing is this, when most people see the Israeli flag, they simply see a white flag, a couple of blue stripes, a star in the middle of it. But when you dig deeper, you see that it tells the story of God and his people. Now, the base of the flag is actually based on the tallit. It's actually based on the Jewish prayer shawl. You have this white background with two blue stripes, and this is the basis of the Israeli flag. See, there's a command in Numbers 15 about this prayer shawl, about this tallit, and the tassels that are to go on it. Scripture tells us that the tassels had to be attached to a garment, and that garment is the tallit. Now, God specifies that blue thread had to be used because blue represented holiness. Blue represented the heavens. It represented the divine, right? It was a a blue cloth that was used to cover the Ark of the Covenant, and it appears many times in the descriptions of the tabernacle. Jesus, Yeshua, looked up to the sky when praying towards the heavens, and we're supposed to associate blue with the heavens, with the divine. Now, the tassels, they're important too, right? Because They have a a royal connotation. You see, when tassels were added to a garment in ancient times, it symbolized the wearer's authority. It's not something that was worn by common people. It's something that was worn by nobility, by royalty. You see, Israel was called to be a kingdom of royal priests, and the tallit is symbolic of that identity and that calling. Now, keep in mind, the command to have blue-threaded tassels was not in the law handed down at Sinai, but it actually came about later as a result of Israel's sin and as a way of helping the people of Israel to remember God's laws. So the base of the flag, just with a couple of blue stripes on a white background, tells us quite a lot of the story between God and his people. The blue of the tallit represents the heavens, The white represents purity brought about by the necessary sacrifices. The whole basis of the tallit came about in the context of God responding to Israel's sin by giving symbolic, color-coded instructions to help them remember His commandments. See, He had already given His law at Sinai, but the people were failing, and God was already graciously creating useful devices to remember His covenant and to keep them on the right path. The tassels were a visible reminder of God's laws, but they also signified the special calling of Israel to be a kingdom of priests set apart 
for his purposes. It's a perfect picture of Israel's permanent covenantal relationship with God. They are his people, and though they may fail, God's faithfulness to them is eternal. It's everlasting. So we have the base of the flag. What about the star in the middle? So this star is known as the Star of David or the Shield of David. And the funny thing is, it actually has nothing to do with David. So this six-pointed star more than likely came from the time of his son, Solomon. We know that when inside a circle, the star is actually known as the Seal of Solomon. And the reality is it has some rather dark origins, or at least this is some of the thoughts that come along with this and how it came to be. There are some train of thoughts that, that maybe it was introduced from one of Solomon's pagan wives. There's a thought that, that maybe this star is the, the star of Rephan that we see mentioned in Acts 7 as Stephen is giving his speech to the leaders who are getting ready to stone him. The reality is, guys, we, we just don't know. right? But what we do know is that during ancient times, it didn't have any real special meaning to the Jews. But we do know that this six-pointed star has been found in Jewish settings for several hundred years. There's actually a tombstone in southern Italy dating from the 3rd century CE where we see this six-pointed star on the headstone, on the tombstone here in this cemetery. We know that in 1354, King Charles IV of Bohemia bestowed a red flag with a six-pointed star on it to the Jews of Prague. And the star was then adopted by the Jews of Prague as their symbol. There's actually a Jewish prayer book that was printed in Prague in 1512 that features this beautiful Jewish star on its cover. And it's, it's this, this very beautiful piece. You can go online, Google it, look it up. But really, this is where it really starts to take hold. right? It's when, during the, the 1200s, 1300s, this Jewish star soon displayed began to, to spread to other Jewish communities and synagogues and began showing up on Jewish tombstones that were featured this Jewish star, the Star of David, the Shield of David. And over the years, the Star of David has become a quintessentially Jewish symbol. Although there's no great history of the star back to biblical times, over the years it's been adopted by the Jewish people to serve as a representation of them, to serve as a symbol of them as a people and as a nation. So we've talked about the flag. We've talked about the Star of David. What about the menorah? You see, the menorah is a key Jewish emblem, and it's the official emblem of the state of Israel. Now, the Torah actually relates how God himself gave Moses instructions for building this holy seven-branched candelabra on Mount Sinai in Exodus 25. This golden menorah was actually placed in the Mishkan, the very first Jewish house of worship. And when Jews conquered Jerusalem and built the ancient temple there, they moved the menorah to the temple where it was kept lit all of the time. The holiday of Hanukkah actually commemorates the relighting of this candelabra after it was desecrated by Greek soldiers and Jewish soldiers recaptured and restored the temple in 139 BCE. It was 111 years later, in 70 CE, that Roman soldiers, led by Titus, sacked the temple and took the menorah with them back to Rome. 
Now, to this day, the Arch of Titus, you can see it. It stands in the center of Rome, depicting that day and showing the menorah being carted away. Now, when this, now when the state of Israel was declared in 1948, the new country asked artists to submit ideas for a national symbol. Maxim and Gabriel Shamir were celebrated graphic designers. They were born in Latvia. They grew up in Germany. They moved back to the land of Israel in the 20s. And they established a design studio in Tel Aviv. And they actually suggested the emblem that is familiar to millions of Israelis today for the National Seal, a modern rendering of the ancient menorah. Gabriel said this, he said, After we decided to use the menorah, we looked for another element and concluded that olive branches are the most beautiful expression of the Jewish people's love of peace. So they flanked the menorah in their design with olive leaves, reminding the world of the Jewish people's ancient heritage in the land of Israel. And that's the other symbol I want to talk about, the olive. Right? We all know that they're tasty, they're good for you, but they also have a significant role in anointing kings and high priests, and even more significant than the olive itself are the olive leaves, which are a symbol of peace. It was an olive leaf that was brought back to Noah after the flood to show that the waters had gone down and that peace was restored. And since then, olive leaves have symbolized the hope for peace. The hope that peace takes the place of all the evil and destruction of the world and that the hope that we live in a safe and peaceful place. The state of Israel chose the olive leaves to go around the menorah on its official state emblem, signifying the wish of the state of Israel. Peace. Those are just a few of the symbols representing this great nation and these great people. And maybe we'll talk about some others here in the coming weeks, but that's all we've got for today's episode of the podcast. Remember, guys, if there's something that you want to know about, maybe you have a specific question, we would love to hear from you and get it in the queue. Be sure to follow us on MeWe, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Amplify Israel. Hit us up on there. Let us know your questions. Give us feedback. Talk back to us. And if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, like, and share so we can get it in the hands of as many people as possible as we look at this very important nation and these very important people. Until next week, Todaraba, God bless you.